Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one charming page of Talmud every day. And in today's page, Gitin A, the Talmud raises a very interesting question. The rabbis are talking about what happens if someone wants to bring a get or a bill of divorce from a country outside the land of Israel. Someone is coming from abroad and they want to bring a bill of divorce to someone who lives in the land of Israel. What happens? Well, to answer that, we need to know what precisely do we mean by the land of Israel? Have a listen. Rav Nachman Bar said, With regard to the rivers that are in Eretz Israel or the land of Israel, on which a boat is sailing, everyone agrees that a bill of divorce written on that boat is considered to be written in Eretz Israel. Of course, it's a boat on a river and you're inside the land of Israel, no problem. However, when they disagree, it is with regard to the Great Sea, i.e. the Mediterranean Sea. In other words, is a boat located in the Mediterranean Sea considered to be in Eretz Israel or not? The question the rabbis are asking is really, what does the border look like when you're abutting a great body of water like a sea? Where does the land end and the sea begin? Or is being in the sea in the proximity of the coast enough to say, oh yeah, we were in the land of Israel, which may seem strange and archaic, but is actually deeply relevant to what I believe is probably New York City's most beautiful park, Hudson River Park, which 70% of whose area is in the water, only in New York kids. And here to tell us a little bit more about this fascinating and very Talmudic situation is Noreen Doyle, the president and CEO of the Hudson River Park Trust. Noreen, welcome to the show. Hello there. Thank you very much. What an interesting question. It's a very interesting question. And first of all, for those of our listeners who are not familiar, briefly tell us where is that park and, and how does it make the water and land kind of work together? Thank you. Well, sure. Hudson River Park is a unique park in a lot of ways, including exactly that question. We were created by a state law in 1998 called the Hudson River Park Act on a mix of city and state land and on a mix of land and water. So as you described, the park is about 70% of water, 400 acres of water, generally stretching between Chamber Street and West 59th Street on the edge of Manhattan. And we are also most of the land and piers west of the West Side Highway and between, again, Chamber Street to West 59th Street. So many people have been there, even if they don't know it. They've been to the Intrepid Museum. They've been to Circle Line. They've been mini-golfing on in Tribeca. They have been doing free kayaking in Tribeca or Chelsea or Hell's Kitchen. All of these types of things exist in abundance in Hudson River Park, as well as traditional parks and pathways and everything else like that. That is fascinating. So what does it mean to have a park that does so much with the water? Well, it informs our context in pretty much every way you can imagine. For one, most of our construction to build the park has actually been in the water. When we were created, most of the piers that were originally built for industry were falling apart, and all of those piers uh, that now have park uses have essentially been rebuilt from scratch, and they have concrete piles that go down hundreds of feet into bedrock so that they are stable. 
They have railings that are designed so that they don't block views of the river when you're sitting on a bench or recreating nearby, but they have docks that have to withstand the forces of a very strong tidal current in the Hudson River. And uh, so those are some of the engineering and design type considerations we have. We have programming considerations as we design the park. Obviously, in any city or any place, there are people who want to do regular ball sports or who just want places to lounge and enjoy flowers, for example. But we also have a lot of advocates for ways to connect directly with the river. So, uh, again, we have built four purpose-built non-motorized boathouses. We have tenants that do exciting programming like Circle Line, like the Intrepid Sea Air Space Museum. We have science that happens in the river. Our mission includes being a steward for the 400 water acres that are a designated estuarine sanctuary by our enabling statute. And so we have a robust program of actual marine science and science education. We have put 31 million juvenile oysters in the river to help restore habitat in the last couple of years. More coming. We do research on marine plastics. We do research on the fish communities that live here. There are seahorses that live in the Hudson River and eels and striped bass and all kinds of fish that people probably don't imagine live right here in Manhattan and in New York City. So all of these things are considerations. Um, the timing of construction is done in purpose, on purpose, to try to protect habitat. And many of the ways that we care for the park are done to protect habitat or expose the children, the general public, to the rich river environment that exists in and all around us. That's amazing under any circumstances, but especially in a city like Manhattan where real estate is so precious to think that the definition of real estate is far wider than we imagine it to be and definitely includes the water. Noreen Doyle, thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you very much. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, then you're going to enjoy our brand new Take One newsletter even more. Each week, you'll get an extra shot of Talmudic wisdom straight to your inbox. And for those who sign up before Tractate Kittin ends, we'll be raffling off some Take One swag. So make sure to subscribe at tabletm.ag slash take one newsletter. As always, please go rate and review Take One on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. And you can get your Take One t-shirts, mugs, and other amazing form of swag at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Dorono Skay, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Bucknick, Josh Gross, Robert Scaramuccia, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic.